listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Big show coming up on Footy Talk. Gordy, a couple of clubs in crisis. Yeah, the your Tigers. And the no, Tigers. no, your Tigers yeah, are in okay. trouble. Yeah. The dogs, yeah. Poor little puppies at the moment they are. There's something, maybe there's a lot happening. And the Origin teams are in as well. There's going to be a bit of a shake-up, you reckon? Oh, yeah, I Both think states so. Or just New South Wales? I don't know. <laughs> the New South Wales have no hope, but let's get stuck into oh, it. Oh, there you go. Hello and welcome to your Monday edition of Footy Talk. Emma Lawrence and Gordon Tallis. Gordy, I'm back. I'm sorry I'm, I've left you for the last few weeks. Yep. It was after the show. I think it might have been after Origin when we went out and I showed you a little bit yeah. about Brisbane. We went to my <laughs> local and then you went in hiding for a month. Maybe I was traumatised. Maybe I sunk too many beers <laughs> Sit- at the Breakfast Creek Hotel and my liver <laughs> needed to recover. The, just sitting there with the locals. Just <laughs> Mate, that's where you get all your information from. No, I um, <laughs> that was enjoyable and had nothing to do with that. Okay. Just, uh, so you've been working hard. No, I've seen you, mate. You've been working hard, Yeah, you know? that's it. A bit like everybody, you're just clipping all the tickets, fingers in a lot of pies, but just remember this is the number one. This is the best Absolutely. tasting pie. So you just got to remember that. I'm just a pleb. I need to work hard because I get what no money. What did you say Can you I? were? A pleb. Oh, I thought you said play bunny. I'm thinking, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, mate, my ears. I better turn the microphone on. <laughs> oh, geez. Anyway, I tell you, it's been a tough weekend for a couple of yeah. clubs in particular. Uh, the Bulldogs. Biggest, well, biggest ever winning margin for the night, 66 nil. Yeah. What on earth is going on at the Dogs? Well, it's just defensively. They're, they're, they're really poor at the moment. Okay, they've got injuries, right? So mm. kick out. They've got some of their big guys out. But it's still how they defend. So no matter what happens, like if you look at Penrith, they got seven out and they still defend, right? Mm. So it's the systems that they got. Soraldo was the defensive coach at Penrith apparently, right? So I don't know what they do, but – as an assistant, that's what he was, but the dogs just aren't committed and they're not committed to their jersey and they got booed off. And to me, that's what you bring. Like you bring your – you got to bring your attitude and you got to defend. Like the first time you go to train and they used to roll out the old tractor tyres when I was there and you had to tackle them, that's the, one of the first things you ever get taught is catch and pass and tackle. And they drop balls and that's why they're unexcusable for first grade because you say, well, that's the first thing you learn, catch, pass, tackle. Chip and chase, all that skill and the no-look pass and the flick pass and all that, that's the added skill. That's all your extras. But all the little things that you bring to a game, the dogs got beaten at yesterday and got beaten. And, you know, I caught it here at the M's and myself and Dan and Jimmy Graham didn't know who was going to win. It was one. Of, it's not as if they were playing, you know, a red-hot ramp side at the moment that's in form, that's blowing the, you know, blowing the competition apart. They were playing the Knights with his coach, with, you know, noise around their coach. So that's probably the disappointing thing, I think, for for the dogs. And there was so much hope. Like, I had so much hope with all their, you know, off-season buys. I thought they were going to, you know, not make the A, but I thought they were going to improve. And they haven't. I reckon last year's dogs beat that side yesterday. What about the booing from the fans? That's fair. That's absolutely fair. You buy your... Fans, I've always said you're allowed to boo and you're allowed to cheer. Nothing personal. You know, you don't get in their face. And I thought if I was watching that and I paid a ticket and that's my team, I'd be disgusted as well. If you've paid your money and you bought your jersey and you go there and they expect you to cheer you and get up there and they bell more like we've all been there when it's, mate, when the place is rocking, 
But you've got to give the fans something to cheer about. Well, Reid Marnie was what asked you about it. And what do you reckon? Well, I don't think it's nice, but, yeah, look, I guess they do have a right. Well, what do you mean? It's not, well. So let's not have fans at all. No, that you're entitled to No, no, to no, do no, it. no, no, no. They <laughs> want to do that and they want the crowd yeah. to cheer them. So you've got to cop both. You do. If you're not playing the well. The good with the get, bad. Yeah. Don't you? It's not all, it's not all rainbow. I run out you know. at most grounds and got booed by the opposition yeah. fans. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. We're complaining. And if my own team booed me off, I know that we've given them a right. I think that we've given them a reason to boo us off. Do you think the fans had a reason yesterday? Absolutely. 66 nil. Well, this is what Reid Marnie had to say when he was asked about it. Yeah, the, the fans, oh, I feel like, probably don't have the right to do that. Well, they, they do in a way, but, you know, we're, we're working extremely hard. And as Cam said, it's it's not easy at the moment. We're, we're trying really hard. And, yeah, it's frustrating and, and it's, it's not easy. It's a hard road and we're willing to take that road. That's, that's the road we're on. And um, for, for the players and the fans, if you don't want to be on the hard road, then uh, hop off the bus. So he kind of backtracked as soon as he said yeah, it. Yeah, he knows. Like, he's honest, but, yeah, the fans are working hard too. The fans probably go out there and dig holes all day, yeah. like I did before rugby league. I was working on the Hurstville Council. So if I'm a labourer, I'm out there working, and I go and buy and I take my kids there, expect you to work hard. So it's not about working hard. It's about winning. It's results. So if everybody's working hard, <laughs> right, and you know what? They weren't working as hard. They didn't work as hard as the Knights. So if they're working hard... It's not hard enough. If they believe that what they're tossing up and they're working hard, they got to change something. Well, if you thought that was bad, 66 nil, 74 nil <laughs> for the Tigers. I, I, I thought you, it was like a typo uh, on my phone, honestly. Remember a couple of weeks ago, you thought they were going to make something, didn't you? Yeah. Look, I suggested and they I, could. And then I laughed at you and yeah. you said, what's wrong with you? Because I don't want to laugh at the Tigers. Mm. Okay, so we can laugh at the them kittens. Now. Let's just call them the kittens this oh. week on the show. They're, like they're kittens. There was no ambush. They knew it was coming. Like everybody was talking through the week, it's going to be the biggest turnaround in NRL. So they know that they embarrassed the Cowboys. What was it, 66, 18? 66. 18 or something like that. Yeah. So – they know that they embarrassed them. The last game at Leichhardt, it was and and it was fantastic, and everybody sung their praise, and it was like, oh my god, maybe they've turned the corner. Well, when they turned the corner, the bolts come off the wheels and they fell off. Do you think so? There was a lot going on. It's the same. The it's, the it's exactly the same conversation about the Bulldogs as it is the Tigers, and I think off the field with everything that's happening, I think there's excuses for the players, and once and once you give this current group of people playing sport and the, you give them an excuse and they take it. Do you think it, the chat off the field would have been a distraction? So the fact that, well, Fulton came, Scott Fulton came over. Yep. There was a lot of chat about that. Benji and Sheensy weren't consulted about that in the beginning. Talk about their coach wanting out, you know. Yeah, than that. And, and, then, and the and, players get asked about it. We go there during the week for the media conferences yep. and we're asking about Brooksy leaving, does Benji want out? I don't you, know, you're all on the same I don't page, know the solutions, but I know that there's a problem and normally fish rots at the head, mm. which is the top. It's happening at the Dragons. It's the two merged clubs mm. that mustn't be on the same page because the decisions that they're making aren't the right ones. So at board level, they need change. I think so. Mm. Do you think so? Yeah. You're a Tigers fan? Yeah. Absolutely, because yeah. they keep on making the same mistakes. So, And then when I spoke about it yesterday, it's like the Ben Iken. Ben Iken and Kevy won a grand final together. 
they come to work and Kevy wasn't consulted. So, oh, hold on, no, no, I make those decisions or I should be briefed in that. And then he went to the board and Ben Iken thought he had this role and went to the board and said, no, you don't have that role. And it's Kevy, so I was – and then Ben Iken had to be squeezed out because the coach is the coach. And it's simple as that. So then you'd think that the Tigers would have known that. Mm. A powerful brand like the Broncos, it didn't work. Two guys added one grand finals together. Mm. So, Well, Tim Sheen's essentially indicated in, in the media conference before the match when we were hammering him with questions about his relationship with Scott Fulton and he said, no, 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 the relationship's fine, but eventually said, look, yeah, the coach should have the final say when it comes Absolutely. to decisions. And I didn't really get what I wanted well, they but, wanted to keep Brooks. Yeah. He, he desperately wanted to keep Brooks. So then they've gone against the coaching yeah. staff and gone against the players. Brooks has been arguably their best player the last month. It's the best that Luke Brooks mm. has played, hasn't he? Like we watched him For get sure. his uh, two hundred jersey or whatever in front of the crowd yeah. and then Luke Brooks has been outstanding. Yeah. And I don't think it was that much money more, was it, for him to go to Manly? I don't think it was a real money issue because he was taking a massive haircut. And then I think it's a great buy for Manly, especially the way Luke Brooks is playing now and the way that, you know, Benji and Sheenzy have got him to start playing. You know, I sort of started to see a bit of clear sky with Brooks and his game. And then Appy Coruscant running that and then it was just starting to work and now they've lost the halfback and where do they go get another one? Well, no one wants to go there. That's a thing. I wouldn't want to go there. Well, and then now, so the coach gets to pick. If he's got to pick his team, the coach picks the team. We've, the most important game, or three of the most important games to me every year is State of Origin. Billy picks his team. Yeah. And then we were going, oh, gay guy. And he goes, no, no, it's not who we've left out. It's who we've got in there. He just shut it all down. This is who I've picked. This is who I'm coaching. So it comes from the coach. It's not yeah. the selectors. Yeah. They just sit there and, and like nod when Billy goes, I want that guy. And we've all questioned him. But you know what? He got it right. And he lives and dies by his sword. And that's what... Coaches are, they're the ones that go to the coalface. They're the ones that have this plan. They're the ones that are trying to get their team to play this certain style and they look and go, yep, he's going to work there, he's going to work there. And they go, oh, no, we got these four guys or we got these three guys or we want to go get him. And I just think the coaches are the ones that are under the most pressure. They don't have all the say, but they got to have some say and they got to have some power over who they get. Are you still happy with the situation with Benji being the assistant and – Sheenzy grooming yeah, him? Well, yeah, well, I don't know. Is this too yeah, early? Do you think it's too early? Some well, are saying Benji should take over now. Okay, well, maybe he already has. Yeah. And maybe Sheenzy's just doing all the other stuff for him and taking the bullet mm. so Benji can learn a bit. And that's mm. what – and it's a perfect scenario because yeah. Tim Sheen sits there. He can say whatever he wants. He can't really go at someone that's won, what is it, three or four competitions and he's old and he's and he's got a bit of swagger. It's a bit like Gus and the dogs. He's mm. not going to come under fire. Mm. And then Sheenzy's – not really because he's 70-year-old and he's been there. He's lost games before and he's, you know, this is probably a rough road. He probably hasn't gone down a road like this. But with all of his experience, you think that he'll be able to handle it and let Benji mm. learn a bit about coaching without the pressure of the media. Well, it's been a rough road for the Roosters as well. So we'll take a quick break and we'll dive into what is going wrong with the Tricolours. <laughs> Alrighty, Gordy. So the Roosters. Yes. This they've been in this position before. Probably at this time last year, we're at mm. tracking a little bit better. They had a, a dip during the the season, middle of the season as well. Yeah. They're missing a lot of players through injury. 
And not that that is an excuse, but they have had a rough run with suspensions, injuries. Well, well if Nick Politis, it's a bit like the Gus situation. If it, if it wasn't for Nick Politis, they'd be under a lot yeah. of pressure. And they've been in this situation before, but they've been able to, pardon the pun, buy their way out of it. So they went and got Sonny Bill Williams and they had Boyd Corner, they had that and they, and they won a competition. They just needed that last piece of the puzzle and then they moved on Mitchell Pearce, who was a state of origin halfback and is absolutely fantastic. Well, they moved him on and got Cooper Cronk and then they won two in a row, so they needed that. Who's out there that they can go get? Because the Roosters buy their way out of mm. trouble, generally, because they don't have the nursery of a yep. Penrith or whatever. They don't go and, you know, the grassroots and have their own farm and go pick a couple of ripe apples and get them in there. They go and buy it. So who's out there that they can buy, they can fix this problem? They're probably in a position where there's no one <laughs> at the I just moment. Stump you? Yeah. I'm t- who's who? What's the solution for them right now? Well, they, well, there's talk about Teddy, you know, and you but know, how we, can he? How no one's playing well. It's the spine, yeah. right? So the nine experiment hasn't worked. I don't think Brandon Smith is what they probably thought, but they're not going to say that, right? Because they chased him really hard and they got Brandon Smith, and he's an international number nine, but he's not the answer for him. He's not as clever, and he's not a Harry Grant style of player. I think he's just a ball runner. I think he's just an out and out. And then that's what would happen when he'd come on for the Melbourne Storm. He wouldn't, there was no sleight of hands. He was just like a wombat just burrowing through everything. And um, they don't have that, you know. And then the halves with the Sam Walker experiment where they've moved him back and then they've moved other guys in and they're not really finding a halfback and they've moved Manu there. So they're struggling in the spine. And, you know, the Matt Lodge experiment didn't quite work, you know, and Jared needs a hand. So they're they don't have as much punch. So when the Roosters were at their best, they were going through the middle of them. They were just – they had Tucky Aho, they had um, Isaac Liu, they had Big Jared, they had Crichton on an edge, they had Boyd Corden, they were just penetrating so hard through the middle and Tedesco and all those guys were playing off the back of it. Well, they don't have that anymore. So I think they need a clean out. I tipped them to win the comp, so I look like an idiot because I thought they had – Well, a the, lot did as well. There's no doubt the roster's good enough, but it's just not working. And then there's got to be questions asked. Seriously. Did they make a mistake dropping Sam Walker? Well, it wasn't quite working then, is it? But so, yeah. But, was it, it was and it then working got, look, better than it is now? Yeah, well, and I'm sure that he'll get his chance and he'll come back in, but he's been injured yeah, and then he, he comes back soon. So then he's going to be down on confidence, you would think, because he was supposed to go back and just get a bit of confidence and you know, get back to playing that loving football that he likes playing, that open style of game. So, yeah, watch that space because they are struggling in the spine. And Tedesco, you can't. You can't piss on a statue, and I'm not going to, but everything has a use-by date. Everything. Actually, that's a lie. Honey doesn't. <laughs> Honey doesn't, but everything else has well, a use-by date. Well, are you saying that everybody has, has I'm just saying every, No, no, I'm just saying everybody's got a use-by date. Mm. He looks tired, right, doesn't he? He's playing tired. Everybody has. But is I'm, it hard to do I'm anything saying, when your team's not playing well? He's always done over and above, and he has played so many moments. And he's won so many moments. He's been there. And then um, he's trying really hard. And then sometimes you just, you know, like you, I don't know, you can hit a flat spot. You need a break. He's played a lot of footy over the last five years and he's been arguably, well, he's the Australian captain, right? So that's what I'm saying. But he looks tired. And then Manu goes back there and they look like a better side. But no one's game enough. So is it about Tedesco and not hurting his feelings or is it about winning games of football? They're never going to move him though. Well, there you go. So you've just answered it. They won't. Do you think they would? They move Mitchell Pierce. Yeah, but Tedesco's. Minicello moved to the wing 
Are you suggesting they, they should are, move? They are good James at making decisions. No, no, no. I'm just saying that they need to change something. And if they keep on doing the same thing, they're going to keep on getting the same results. But there's something not quite working. I'm not there. I'm not there every day. But is it working? Tell me. Well, it's not. There you go. But they're still not – the fact that it's not working, like, do you think the season's not over for them? It's certainly not. There are a couple of, couple of wins outside the eight. Yeah. But they're not going to – mate, they're going to have to go – it's going to be a miracle if they can turn their game around to, to, to beat Penrith and South when they're you – know, when everybody's back and Parramatta, you know, on their run and the Cowboys the way they're playing and the Broncos – like they are trying hard and they're trying to get it, but it's just not the rooster's way. And I don't even know what the rooster's way is, actually. They I always say right. that yeah. in the media conferences. Get back to rooster's style of footy. Yeah, I don't like know. Like every that press conference. Yeah. What is it? Who knows? I've asked, mate, I've asked all the roosters <laughs> and they laugh. <laughs> I ask, we always joke. I was saying, I, know, I could, I could deliver way. the answer yeah, the rooster's for them. Way. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we know we've got to work on a few things. Yeah. We know what we need to fix. We've just got to get back to playing rooster style of footy. That's just telling you that you don't know what you're talking about. But your eyes don't lie, do they? But it's not the rooster's way. No. <laughs> I like digging at them. All righty, Gordy, the origin teams are in. A couple of changes for the Blues. The big one, Jerome Luai gone. Cody Walker in. Cody Walker's in. That's Well, it's good news for Cody. You know, like, there's no doubt that... He's probably the most natural 5'8 in the game. Creates so much. One of the, the most creative players uh, in the competition. So uh, that's danger signs, actually, because he's because New South Wales have struggled to score points and there's no doubt that, that uh, he can create so much. And that's what they've done. They've had so many tackles on the Queensland try line. You would think Cody will be able to break it down. Has Luai played his last game for the Blues? Oh, that's up to the Blues selectors. Don't ask me. I don't know the Blues way. <laughs> don't talk about Blues. <laughs> don't know, no, 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 no. Well, Blues hey, way. Do you know what? I I actually thought that he was part of the Cleary package. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they've played so yeah. much together. And if you went just purely on 5'8", you'd he think Cody yeah, Walker for sure. is a better 5'8". A big part of the you? reason he yes. got picked was the combination. Yes. So it's not the fact that they gave him another chance. I think New South Wales did the right thing, gave him a chance. He's played, I don't know how many games he's played, but he's, you know, played with Nathan on all those occasions and he hasn't quite, then he had a chance. They had so many tackles. What did they score in the last game? Six points or something. Mm. So it was time to change and they've made that decision. Also have Clint Gutherson back in the side. Yeah, it's tough because they keep on trying to follow what Queensland do, but we do someone like Ben Hunt because he can play so many positions and Harry Grant can come on and play a bit of hooker or or like Hunt's going, you can sort of play as a middle forward because Harry, so they had Nico Hines and then they got a centre injured so they threw him out there and, you know, Nico got, I think, unfairly treated because Munster went past Cam Murray and Nathan Cleary. They both could have made the tackle. Mm. It shouldn't even have got to Nico. Yeah. So Nico got, you know, caught out because there was blokes on the outside and he, and he got turned in. So, yeah, so they tried Nico and then Cookie was the last one and they lose a centre again. Maybe if a centre goes down, well, you got Gutho in there and Gutho can probably cover number nine. Like Gutho can probably come in there because he sort of plays around the ruck. I'm at Parramatta. So that's a, that's a good inclusion as well because now they've got an outside back, full back, probably wing because he played a bit of wing when he was at Manly and Parramatta. And then, you know, I think at a pinch you could probably get him in the middle because he's a bigger body and, you know. You could defend him at three or four, but, you know, throw him in the middle. So two hookers and a utility. So yeah. Robson, 
Fork yep. and Gutho. Yeah. Well, that's where they have to go. And Gutho, Gutho's one of those, well, we've gone from not carrying a bag. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, just because one team does it, but it all depends who you got. Like, yeah. mate, when New South Wales were at the best, there was someone like Craig Wing that could play hooker. He could play lock or he could play 5'8 or halfback or he could, you know, at a pinch play centre or fullback. So that's a luxury to have. You know, Queensland have had blokes like Berrigan and then, you know, Cooper Cronk has done it in the past and Ben Hunt's been amazing doing that because he can cover more than one. You know, like he can play in the halves, he can play in number nine and at a pinch you saw him in game one go out there and play in the centre. So, you know, this New South Wales have a Ben Hunt style of guy? Maybe not. No. But Gutho would be the closest one to him. Then a couple of debuts as well, Keon Kalomatangi and Bradman Best. What do you think about those inclusions? They were starting to – so in the centres, no Luttrell, no Tom Trebojevich, uh, no Campbell Graham. Well, Bradman right. Best has been promising to deliver for a long, long time, and yesterday he did. Yeah, yeah. I don't know it was against the dogs, but everything he did, he's he's a strong ball runner. He runs, he runs great lines. You could imagine Cody going and hitting him down one of those edges. Mm. He's going to be a bit of a handful. I think Bradman Best – Time will tell, but there's no doubt that he's got the talent. It's whether he can deliver it on a big stage. Teddy keeps his spot and Regan Campbell-Gillard also back in. But for the Maroons, AJ Brimson Fullback, in for yeah. Reese Walsh. I thought, uh, I thought Billy Slater might have done captain coach myself. <laughs> he, he actually <laughs> he genuinely <laughs> would still have what it takes. Uh, maybe in the over 40s, Billy. But no, um, AJ Brimson was around the group. I think he was 18th yeah, or 19th yeah. man in game two and he's been there in the past. And I still remember the game he played at Adelaide and he was a young kid back then and that's when Queensland had the worst side in history and he was really good that night. So <clears throat> he can play at that level and it's good to see Sauce, the horse in there. Um, I think, you know, to replace a redhead with a redhead <laughs> is the only way to he's go. He's going to rip in. Like, he's just going to – he's, he's one made of those for guys origin, that right? just going to – well, he's just going to love the moment and the occasion. And, you know, I thought a couple of years ago he might have been maybe a possibility, but certainly in the last 18 months, you know, I think his game's improved. I think he's worked really hard. He's got the blue head. He's, he's not letting his team down. He's been able to control his anger and – uh, he's playing big minutes. He's got a great carry in him. And, yeah, just put a big key in his back and wind him up and say, let's go. And then what a game to bring him in. There's no dead rubber, but, you know, with the series already won, you know, to, you know, to sort of give a, you know, give a guy an opportunity like that. Um, and I think that he deserves it. Like the Raiders are, what, coming fifth now. They've snuck up the ladder. And I think it's a big reason because of the way he's playing because normally it's Tarpany and, you know, Papali'i. But I think Horsburgh has been their most consistent forward all year. Do you give the Blues any chance? Yeah. But Queensland, heavy favourites still? No, they're not heavy favourites. No? No, I don't think so. Is this the mind games of... Why is there mind games? It's know. a state of origin. And state of origin's full of mind games. Is it? And I give New South Wales a chance, absolutely. I gave them a chance in game one, I gave them a chance in game two. They were favourites in game one. You know, and then the injuries and then Latrell pulling out and Tommy. Mate... Latrell pulled out in game one, right, mm. really late. Then Tommy got injured, what, in the first seven minutes or five minutes or what, whatever it was. Mm. They've had a lot go against them in this series, mm. in my opinion. But it's a state of origin. There's no doubt Queensland will want to come down and, you know, and because not often you get New South Wales in this situation. Seriously, like, I've, like I was on the other foot of this. You know, I was you know, coming through an area of Queensland when New South Wales were dominating us. You know, they had, like Andrew Johns was wearing number 14, when I had my origin career. So that's how strong they were back then. And 
you know, the shoe's not on the other foot, but Queensland have a great chance to win 3-0, which doesn't always happen. And that's the motivation, right? New South Wales is a proud state. Mm. I know that. So they're going to come out. And the players that they pick aren't going to die wondering. No, those guys getting their shot. Absolutely. What what, what better motivation than to not be embarrassed and, and at home as well. Yeah, and Cody's in big moments. Like, he's played really big games, and I think he's, you know, like he threw that one intercept, right? And But he is, but in that game, I remember that that try he scored from 20 metres out or whatever to get South back into the contest. So I'm really looking forward to watching Cody at this level because I know he can do it because he's, and there's no doubt he's our most creative player, I think, in the NRL. And match, and then he up against Munster, mate, what a battle that, you know, mm. what a battle that, that will be and. New South Wales has said they've struggled to score points. Cody Walker, is he the answer? Well, there's plenty to talk about this week and, what, nine days away until Origin 3 now. So plenty more to dissect next week on Footy Talk, Gordy. I'll see if I come back. One episode back, I'll, mm. I'll see how I feel after. I think I'll come back. <laughs> I have to talk to Chicka White. <laughs> yeah, like this is what's happening. Like it's, I feel like the Tigers, I'm getting overrun with the talent that I, like, I should be able to pick my own talent. <laughs> That's what's well, happening. If you had to pick, who would you, you, well, am you I, prefer Dobbo? <laughs> Never. <laughs> you serious? <laughs> uh, the Mossman Mauler. Yeah. No, it's been good to be back, Gordy. And, do you know what? It's my favourite show. Favourite show, yes. Em. It's good to see you back. Good to be back. I'll watch Thanks. you tonight on 360. You better. We'll see everyone next week for another Monday edition of Footy Talk.